Welcome to episode 37 of Insects for Fun, where we dive into an insect-themed topic every Tuesday. This week, we'll be looking at bees that make holes in wood. Carpenter bees are species of bees within the genus Xylocopa, and there are around 500 of them. They often get confused with bumblebees because both tend to be very large. But a good rule of thumb is that carpenter bees have a shiny bum. And by that, I mean their abdomen is not usually covered in dense hairs the way bumblebees are. Most carpenter bees are black, but this is not always the case. Here in Japan, we have a really cute carpenter bee also known as kumabachi, which literally translates to bear bee. And they can be found hovering still in the air around trees of interest. The thorax on these bees are covered in dense orangey-yellow hairs with a black head and black abdomen. So when you see them hovering, they look like they're wearing a yellow vest. Carpenter bees can be found worldwide, and all of them make burrows in trees or other hardwood surfaces, which can be troublesome if you happen to be in the field of woodworking. But these bees are actually pretty docile and won't attack you unless you really provoke them. Another thing is that the males don't have stingers, but this is the case for all male bees and wasps. What's different though is that male carpenter bees like to patrol an area where a female is nesting, and they will fly up to anything moving within its territory. These bees are all bark and no bite though, so you can simply walk away and they'll move on. The females have stingers, but they're mostly concerned with making their nesting hole, and they won't be actively chasing you or flying around the same way males are. Now, I happen to have a lot of carpenter bees at the high school I teach at in Japan, and I always see the males hovering around in the public garden. I also happen to enjoy the outdoors and walk through that garden many times, and sometimes I do get dive-bombed by male carpenter bees. They will straight up stare you down and then zoom at you. Now, I haven't actually stood still to see if they'll hit me or not, but I don't really plan to figure that out either. Carpenter bees are solitary, and as a result, they don't have a hive mentality at all. In fact, females oftentimes will be living alone in a small chamber carved out of wood. Sometimes female bees will live in the same shelter, but it's usually not communal. Basically, if there's limited availability for housing in a location, then multiple female carpenter bees will make holes near each other while still remaining separate. Think of this as like a log motel, where they all have their own rooms and maybe halls that separate them. However, recent research has shown us that sometimes female carpenter bees will actually work together under the rule of one female. And this head of the house female will not only provide food for her young, but also to the other females that are helping her with her nest. This isn't out of charity though. The bees are simply next in line waiting to take over the nesting site when the head of the house inevitably dies or moves on. Now let's talk about what they use for housing along with what the inside of the nest actually looks like. In the spring, female carpenter bees will begin scavenging for wooden structures like benches, railings, signposts, decks, stumps, logs, basically anything with nice soft wood. This is why the males will be guarding territories they think a female will like. Once a female has mated, she begins boring a hole into whatever piece of wood she's found acceptable. She does this using her strong mandibles. 
and not long after she creates a near-perfect hole. But she doesn't eat the wood. In fact, she leaves dust behind in a pile, which is how you can be sure it's a carpenter bee and not something else. Once she's around an inch into the wood, she makes a right turn and creates a tube-like gallery stretching down the length of the wood. It is in this tube that she creates walled-off cells for individual eggs. Each cell is left with food known as bee bread for when the eggs hatch. This bread is essentially a combination of pollen, nectar, and special secretions from the female bee. She has to work her way backwards in order to make walls that separate each individual cell, and there can be up to 13 cells per gallery, and the furthest from the entrance hatches first. Carpenter bees take around one month or a little more to fully develop, and eggs are typically laid in July, which means you can expect to see new carpenter bees in August. This is at least the standard case for areas with four seasons, but warmer climates can see carpenter bees all year round. The adults actually hibernate in new or old homes during the winter and become active once the snow is gone or the weather gets warm enough for flowers to bloom. Carpenter bees, as mentioned earlier, do not actually eat wood, and they happen to be good pollinators for shallow flowering plants like sunflowers, eggplant, tomato, and other fruiting plants. This is due to their short proboscis, but sometimes these bees perform something known as nectar robbing. This happens when a carpenter bee cuts a hole in the side of a flower to steal its nectar without actually pollinating it. Now you might think this is really bad for the flowers, but it would seem that this act doesn't actually negatively impact pollination rates. Sometimes it actually encourages smaller bees to crawl into the flower and pollinate it much more directly. Now, some of you might have had experience with carpenter bees, and maybe some of you think these bees will destroy your home or other wooden exteriors the same way a termite will. But the truth is, the damage caused by these bees are primarily aesthetic, unless you happen to be in an area where few natural resources are available, in which case many bees repeatedly using your wooden structures over the years will definitely cause some major damage. Wood will naturally rot faster if many holes are bored into it, but there are some things you can do to protect your home or other wooden structures. Now, obviously the best protection happens before a hole is made, and you can do this by simply painting the wood or staining it. However, if you prefer a more natural look, then you could also annually coat your wood with almond oil, which happens to be a natural deterrent for the bees. Now you can also use untreated pine or cedar lumber to lure female bees away from other nesting sites, and this of course can be set up as simple or elaborate as you want. The bees themselves are not aggressive, so if you don't mind them around and want to support your local native bee community, then using untreated pine or cedar lumber to lure female bees away from other areas is a nice idea. Now, if you're in a position where the bees have already started making a home and it poses a threat on infrastructure, then you should contact the local authority in pest management, because when it really comes down to it, it's better to be safe than sorry. This concludes today's episode on carpenter bees. Hopefully you enjoyed. And if you did, as always, it would be super appreciated if you rated the podcast and left a review on whatever platform you're listening. It really helps a lot. 
You can check out the Instagram at insects number four fun. And of course, the Facebook as well, insects for fun. That's insects for fun. And if you'd like to send an email, please do so at insects for dummies at gmail.com. The links to all of these will, of course, be in the episode description as usual. And you will hear from me again next week.